was dusty, rough and long. Her labor pains were getting strong. The ends were full as night closed in on them. Young Mary made it to a barn, leaning hard on Joseph's arm. His coat and straw would make for her. Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Whenever you guys are watching this, we just wanted to invite you guys for a moment where we can take communion together. So one of the things that I was noticing about the Christmas story this year that really stood out to me was that Jesus really is the bread of life. Uh, he was born in Bethlehem. The angel, when he announced the birth this day in the city of David, in the town of Bethlehem, Biet Lehem, meaning house of bread. Jesus, the bread of life, was born in the city, the house of bread. And then another really cool thing that I was thinking about was when they laid him in a manger, that manger is a feeding trough for the animals. Mm -hmm. You know, Jesus literally was made to be consumed, yeah. to be uh, uh, partaken of, if yeah, you will. He is the bread in that image mm -hmm. for us. Um, I've read that for years, and it's never stood out to me like it did this year. And I don't know, the, the Christmas story takes on an entirely different meaning, a whole new meaning, a fresh look when you consider that he is the bread of life and uh, he said in in Matthew or sorry John chapter six. Yeah, John six thirty two through thirty five says Jesus said, "I tell you the truth, Moses didn't give you bread from heaven. My Father did, and now he offers you the true bread from heaven. The true bread of God is the one who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world." Sir, they said, "Give us that bread every day." Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Hey, I, the, the part about that that I like was that they said, uh, Jesus, give us that bread every day. Uh, yeah. You know, even as I'm thinking about it, um, I know you're fixing to share about the show bread, but that one part there, give us bread every day. Yeah, so we, we want the breath of Jesus, the bread of Jesus, the life of Jesus in our lives every day. It has to be new and fresh. And the bread, the show bread that was made for the temple was made to be eaten and consumed every day. In the temple, it was made fresh daily. And we're meant to be in communion with God daily. That's the way it works. That's 
the freshness in our lives, how God continues to be fresh every day for us is when we come to him and we receive of his bread of life mm -hmm. on a daily basis. You know, right before Jesus was saying this to them, uh, he had just fed the 5,000 and he had performed this great miracle of the loaves and the fish and uh, they were following him and he made this statement to them. He said, you're really just following me because you want me to feed you bread. But they were looking for everyday uh, natural bread because they were hungry. And I think a lot of times in our world, we just, I mean, we're just consumers at heart, at our very human nature. And we want Jesus to meet our physical needs. That's the most imminent need that we have. But Jesus said, I'm telling you, you need to eat more than bread uh, of this world. He said, man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And that's really our bread of life. So, you know, you mentioned that bread is bread's made when you think of bread, natural bread, it's made to be eaten, consumed. Right. I don't know about you, but I love bread. I know it's not necessarily uh, good for weight, but I love bread. When we were in France this year, uh, I think I ate my weight in their bread because it was made fresh yeah, daily. It was fresh it every was day. So it was made new. So and it was even better with butter on it. <laughs> but uh, but you know, one thing about bread is that if you don't eat it, it becomes stale very quickly. Yeah. Like. In the steward house, uh, we have bread. We'll buy a loaf of bread and we'll, you know, a lot of times throw half of it out uh, because it gets stale because we can't eat it quickly enough. And spiritually speaking, if we are not consuming bread daily, the bread that you got weeks ago or months ago or years ago will become stale in your life. And you have to feast upon the, the heavenly manna, Jesus. Right. And just like um, bread becoming stale, like we will dry up spiritually mm -hmm. too if we don't receive God's word on a daily basis. If we don't commune with him on a daily basis, then we dry up. We become stale. Yeah. And there's nothing that is more disappointing when you want some toast or something in the morning and you go to that bread that you haven't used in a while and you begin to, to take some out and then you discover that there's mold inside of it that's starting to grow. Um, mold is really decay when something begins to decay. And spiritually, when we are not consuming fresh bread, that's why it's so important for you to be involved in a small group or a mentoring group some kind of prayer group or even church on a regular basis. So many people have gotten out of that routine of eating that daily bread communion with the believers and, um, and they get stale spiritually and uh, really begin to decay spiritually. Um, one of the things that Jesus at the last supper that stands out to me he begins to wash the disciples' feet. And Peter is like, nope, not gonna have any part of that. You're not gonna wash my feet. And Jesus said, if I don't wash your feet, then you'll have no part of me. 
And then Peter, man, he changes his tune and he says, well, Lord, don't just wash my feet, wash all of me. And what he was saying basically is, God, give me more, give me more. I want more. And I pray that that's what we want uh, in the coming year, in 2023, that this is a year that we are, we are wanting more, but not just in a consuming way, but we're wanting to do more for the Lord, do good works for the Lord. And I believe he's going to show up. So yeah. let's take communion together. Yeah. So if you'll get your communion elements, your bread and juice or whatever you have, and so this time is so special to Christians as believers. Um, we remember his sacrifice many times, but today we're remembering his birth. I was thinking this morning as I uh, woke up that, you know, we are the reason for the season, both at Christmas and Easter. A lot of times we say Jesus is the reason for the season, but when we think about it, Jesus is the reason, you know, that we're celebrating it, but we are the reason that he came at Christmas and we are the reason that he died upon that cross. And um, I just love the fact that he loved us so much that he gave it all for us. The father gave Jesus and Jesus gave his life. So Lord, today, as we celebrate your birth, we also celebrate your death. And then we also celebrate our newness of life in you. God, thank you for loving us so much. Help us to not be consumed with all of the things of this season that are tangible and perishable. But God, help us to be consumed by your Holy Spirit. And that God, this year, that we would want more of you. That we would see more of you. But God, we know your word says that if we want to see more of you, then we need for you to see more of us. We'll draw close to you and you'll draw close to us. We will give and you will respond. So as we take the bread, we break it in remembering your body broken for us. Just envision him on the cross that that was his life's mission as he's hanging there for you and me and then he took upon himself our sins. And as his blood dripped down the cross and onto the ground, this is the sign of the new covenant that he's made with us. So Lord, we thank you for your blood that supernaturally saves us, that cleanses us from our sins and makes a pathway back to the Father. So Lord, we take and we drink and we remember your cleansing blood. Thank you, God, for sending your son. Thank you, Jesus, for giving your life. We love you. We're so grateful for you. Amen. Amen. So I just wanted to say Merry Christmas once again. I hope you guys have an incredible day. Yeah, and for the new year, we hope that you'll join us for our 21-day feast instead of fasting. 
for 21 days, we'll take communion and remember his works in our lives. We'll tell you a little bit more about that as it uh, gets closer, but we'll have some devotions and things like that to go with it. We hope you'll join us on New Year's Day. We will be uh, having a regular service on New Year's Day, January 1st, and that's the day we're going to kick off our 21-day feast. God bless you guys. Have an incredible day. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Hey everybody, we said that we were going to share something very important with you guys on uh, Communion Sunday. And so we wanted to let you know that we're adding a an assistant pastor to our staff. We are super excited about this. So we've been praying about this for, for a long time. And uh, we have invited Wesley Jenkins and his beautiful wife, Caitlin, and their two beautiful boys, Rowan and Maverick. And so uh, you can see their picture here and just want to welcome them on to our team. They will be with us on January the 1st. And so we uh, want to just fall in love with them. We want you to fall in love with them and welcome them to our family. It's going to be a great year this year. Yes. Amen. We're excited. All right. God bless you guys.